Are we live? Yes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our channel. Um, so today I have a really energetic um, person with us. We have uh, Nazreen from Germany. And I'm just going to invite her immediately so we can have a little chat before everybody else uh, comes here. Tada! <laughs> Hello. Thank you for Once having again. me here. Hi. Hi, I'm excited to be here. And Yay, I'm so excited. Like, I can't wait for people to get that great energy from you, that positive energy. Super excited for that one. How are you? How have you been doing? I'm good. I'm good. I mean, finally, it's Friday, and I'm looking towards the weekend. And yeah, so far, everything is So you guys still count weekends. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you? How is the weather in Istanbul? Oh, it's super hot, actually. Uh, yes, it's okay. like 30 degrees. Uh, I don't know. Like one day ago, it was super windy, and now today is like boiling hot. Uh, but yeah, we're also continuing our remote work and looking forward to the weekend. Yes, can imagine. Look, we have like a bunch of people already joining. Where are you guys joining from? Maybe you guys can write down the cities. Meanwhile, uh, because we're gonna wait like five minutes for other people to join. So maybe you can put down. Oh, look, we have a comment already. Oh, uh, oh my God, what an energy. Both of you look the same. <laughs> Where the same. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, that was not class. Both, both of us are from the same country, by the way. We're originally from Azerbaijan. Oh, Fira, hi. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. By the way, that was not planned. Like, I some we just somehow ended up saying, and except the lipstick, so. <laughs> Any other comments, guys? Uh, yeah, we're having slow. It takes some time for people to join, I think. Uh, that's why we wait a bit. So, yeah. yeah. How's it going in Germany? Wow, so far so good. The lockdown is not too bad as all of us expected it to be. I can uh -huh. still go out, I have my bike, I take a bike tour, and well, I know the weather is nice. I'm always trying to be outside, but I have more time actually now to draw and do the things that I like. So, oh, that's so far, great. Yeah. I'm enjoying it actually. How about that's you? Good. Yeah, like, uh, I think uh, during this time, like, uh, at least I was also able to do some studies, like, read some books that I couldn't read. Because, you know, like, especially in Istanbul, to go to work, it takes a lot of time. Uh, like, it takes me one hour to get, and I have to, like, change, like, use the transportation that I have to walk, so it takes some time. You can oh, look, hello from Brussels and Baku. <laughs> <laughs> from Istanbul, Camila. Nice. Good. Oh, same. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. I love that. Alfira uh, has the same surname as you. Oh, true. That's true. She's also not <laughs> like, right? we're like related. <laughs> Sometimes that people come to me, they ask me, oh, are you Russian? You have a Russian last name, like Ovan. I'm like, no, I'm from Azerbaijan. <laughs> <laughs> okay well let's see we have one more minute so we can just yeah. hang around baku people do we have more baku people here maybe you guys can mention no no <laughs> then we don't <laughs> okay no oh god so um i think we can start and then while people can join we have because we have so many questions for you like uh i'm sure people are really really interested about your um educational experience internships jobs uh so i think we should just really get into it um first since uh not many people may know i want you to give quick introduction by yourself like where are you now where are you from and uh what are you doing at the moment good um yeah i'm actually in nursery 
Rahimova. I'm from Baku, Azerbaijan, which is the capital city. And yeah, and I'm currently working at Allianz as a scrum master and I'm living in Munich, Germany. So I moved to Germany in 2014 to do my bachelor degree and now I like working and living here. Nice. So wait, how long you've been in Germany now? Uh, already like for over six years from 2014. Wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, that was Munich was the first city that I moved in. And I oh, really? really? Like, yeah, well, that's nice. Yeah, most of some people like actually change. Uh, I know, like after education, they go to one city. Then I think it's easier to like change the stuff in Germany. But that's amazing how you went and stayed in Munich. Yeah. That's really cool. Right okay. Then, um, what is this? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, can you tell us then about your uh, educational background? Uh, where did you study actually for high school, universities? How was your uh, experience like? What did you study? Yeah, sure. So like everything started actually with the fact that I loved actually drawing. I, I was really had passion for like, like especially like drawing passion collection as I was a kid. So my parents saw my passion for art and therefore they sent me to the art school in Baku. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you have heard about it, art gymnasium. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, it kind of was like really famous. Those like from Baku, who knows about yeah. that? Actually, I used to go there uh, at one point just for practicing my drawing. So really nice. Yeah, I guess like, you went to my yeah, art professor, right? Oh yes, my were, god, uh, that's Bella, true. Right? But like, guys, seriously, like I'm just remembering the things at the moment. But that's true. That is so true. Oh, I just yeah, remember I that. I've forgotten about it. Exactly. And to be honest, like, I'm still in touch with my art professor from that school. Wow. And we, together with her, we participated in so many art exhibitions. And she really contributed a lot to me as a as her student. She was treating me, me more as a student. So she was explaining me all the time. Like, I mean, I learned a lot from her. So, and also like... Uh, and then after the art school, I wanted to study abroad. So then I switched to the Baku International School where the education mm -hmm. was in English. So that yeah, was yeah. like, <laughs> exactly, Baku International School. So that was kind of like a kind of like big change in my life because imagine like coming from the Russian speaking background and now you have all the subjects in English and you have to master physics, algebra and all other subjects in the foreign language to you. And I was staying up till 2 a.m. and fixing my essays in English. It was a nightmare. But but then, like, I managed to actually overcome the challenge. And in six months after, like, I started studying English, I got an award from Barack Obama for academic excellence because wow. I managed to master, like, yeah, the six months of my studies in a foreign language. And, and once I was at BIS, I was still, like, uh, participating in different art exhibitions so i i actually like won the first place at the art exhibition that was organized by german embassy back then the the exhibition was called like germany with the eyes of an artist and back then i was like learning german on the side i was doing the german courses and and then i was so much into the german culture that i was so like um kind of like happy to get to know that I won the first place and the prize was a trip to Berlin for one week. Oh, wow. Everything. Amazing. And, uh, yeah, but I like the fact that the painting was very much symbolic because in the painting I draw a person in a dark room opening up the door into the light and once the light was coming out of the door, I wrote down the names of the universities that I want to apply back then in Germany. So I kind mm -hmm. of like, I already have my visions that hey, I want to come and uh, further like continue my education after my high school in Germany and also like at the same year like 2012 was a very successful year for me because I was also selected to this youth leadership program with America uh, for one month where like the students got exchanged back and forth from Azerbaijan yeah, students went to America and American students came to Azerbaijan so that was actually the first step so for this me was during high school right exactly yeah and that was actually the first time for me like being outside far away from my family and oh. friends but that feeling was really great that gave me a drive and 
that made me realize that, hey, I really want to further continue my education abroad, live in a different country, learn foreign languages. And then at the last year of my high school degree, I started applying for universities. In the beginning, I wanted to study fashion design because Ooh. that's my passion. Uh, but then I said that, okay, I already have this artistic background because in art school, I studied general art, was focused on fashion design. Then I realized that I'm more of an artist. I don't have any business insight to mm -hmm. it. You know, I realized that that part is missing. So uh, I decided to apply for international business degree at Munich Business School here, which was located in Munich. I really liked mm -hmm. the program. It was like three years uh, program, was an opportunity to do an exchange semester somewhere outside of Germany. Mm -hmm. And that was like, I don't know, well-designed English program for international students. So you did plan like from before, like when we were searching for universities, did you just search for Germany specifically or did you want to like apply to other universities as well? I mean, like I was applying everywhere in Europe. Like I applied mm -hmm. to Italy, to Germany, to Spain. I got accepted to the fashion university back then in Rome. It was like an institute de design or something mm -hmm. like that. But then like I talked to my parents, also my sister back then, she was living and studying in Germany. Uh -huh. and it was also sort of a role model for me. So I was like, yeah, I would like to go to Germany. To Germany, but okay, that's nice. It always makes a difference when you have like someone from your family who lives in the same country. And yeah, that will kind of influence my decision too. And I was also speaking German. If I would have went to Italy, I had to probably learn Italian. Learn over, yeah. But yeah, so I came to Germany. I really liked the university. Of course, the first year was always is always difficult because you have to get to know the culture. You don't have friends, so you have to kind of start everything from zero. But that was an interesting journey to go through. And, and was it difficult like, for you in terms of language? Like you knew German, but being in a environment of education in terms of university classes, did you have like challenges there? Yeah, I mean, like uh, education in Germany is a bit different. It's very like performance oriented, and the university itself it was it had a different like uh, educational system. Basically, like you had to every week you had to prepare presentation you had to submit assignments and then at the end you were having final exams so it wasn't like hey you were only getting lectures and at the end mm -hmm. you were having final exams so you had to always like kind of like be ready for all the subjects so it was a lot of like time pressure because per semester i was having like 12 13 subjects and it really like consumes a lot of time and there are a lot of group works, which was good. I mean, in one year, you get to learn a lot how to prioritize, how to work in groups and right. and how to deal with pressure, actually. So in this way, it was very good. And on the other hand, they also like encourage students to uh, do internships right mm -hmm. after the second semester. It was obligatory. And that's why, like, I already at the end of the second semester, I, I applied to internship positions here in Munich, and I got my first internship in one small German company. Mm -hmm. It was in German. My first oh. experience in Germany was actually in German, working for a small company. And I mean, that was only like two months experience, but that taught me a lot. Like, I improved my German. And just that got me thinking, okay, how do I do applications, mm -hmm. how the working environment looks like, and so on. So were you studying and doing your internship at the same time? Or do you guys, uh, I think you have a different system, right, with the internships in Germany? Yeah, I mean, it was actually a summer internship. So it was like yeah, from okay. June to August or something like that. Yeah. And, and I mean, I took my vacation time to actually do this internship. So mm. And then I started my third semester straight away. But I was very lucky too because it's really hard to find your first internship. Then the next internship is much more easier. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I can totally imagine that. Yeah, and then like once I came back to university for the third semester, we had to apply for exchange semester. And I was thinking like, okay, where do I want to go? I want to go somewhere really far away because it's just like half year. <laughs> Let me try somewhere different. Yeah. <laughs> So, so where did you apply for exchange program, right? 
guess. Yeah, I applied. And guess where I went? <laughs> Wait, it wasn't state. It was wasn't it Australia? Yeah. It was Australia, I right? Here, right? You interviewed her before. Actually, yeah, here, yes. uh, yeah, she was studying in Sydney and I decided to do my exchange semester in Melbourne. And this is the way I actually came to Australia. And I then visited also Jawa here in Sydney back then. So oh, I just want to be somewhere far away, you know, it's like one lifetime experience and you want to But that's really cool. That. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you already got your, from high school, you went to state, uh, you checked in, you went to Germany to study and Australia, I think a great choice, why not? Yeah. And also like the fact that back then I was also like checking on the student visa, am I allowed to work or not? Because yeah. for me, like it was always the thing that, okay, if I study, I work to support myself. And Australian visa was very comfortable regarding this. So once oh, I was in Australia, Melbourne, I was working part-time for United Nations Refugee Agency. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was doing like, door-to-door -door fundraising uh, for the refugee cause and that really helped me a lot to improve my communication skills and also like fundraising in a total like foreign like country and culture and building conversation with people from different cultural backgrounds and fundraising in certain regions of Melbourne mm -hmm. so that was pretty much interesting I remember like once we started all of us were like four people and they gave us like four week weeks of probation mm -hmm. and at the end i was the only one who actually stayed in the team because it was really like every day you had to meet your targets you know oh, okay. so, but that's really cool right like i think some of the internships are really helpful like jobs uh, whether volunteering because you get to do things something like outside of your comfort something you would probably never be able to think you can do Like mm -hmm. you have this goal, let's say you have to reach out to 10 people and so you have to find a way. You have to be able Definitely. to speak to them. So I think it's a really good way to start uh, before getting into professional career. That's, that's very <laughs> true. Yeah, I have great comments coming up. Yeah, that's wonderful, that's really good. And so you studied one semester in uh, Melbourne and yeah, then you go back to Germany. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, and after that working experience, I realized that, hey, I need to work more and get like <laughs> a bit more into the mood of working and understanding the working culture. Mm -hmm. So once I came back to Germany, I decided to take a gap year from my university and do oh. proper internships and learn, learn more about like working environment in Germany, right? Mm -hmm. So, and, uh, and I was applying to internships. So I got one internship with BMW Financial Services in the field of corporate social responsibility and strategy. Cool. And that was actually my first working experience in a big corporate German company, I would say. Uh, everybody wants to work for BMW. Was it also in German or did you speak in English? Uh... I mean, it was a combination of German and English, but mostly German. So it was also challenging at one side. But on the other hand, it kind of pushed me to learn German faster. And the project that the BMW was working on was very cool because it was like CSR project called careful water which took place in six bmw markets and then we had to fundraise within the bmw group in order like to kind of like um to get this uh kind of uh, water filters for mm -hmm. people who don't have access to the clean water in developing countries so i like working for the good coast and also it helped me to improve my german But after that internship, I realized that, okay, I need to continue because it was like six months internship mm -hmm. and there was like another six months open to me before I was going to start with mm -hmm. my university. So I started yeah, applying. I really like that system, actually. I think it's quite common in Germany for students uh, to take off six months, like a gap year or yeah. right, and yeah. do internship and then continue. And it's quite acceptable, no problem with your education, years or uh, courses. That's really, really cool. I guess I like doing also internships uh, helped me to actually understand the business world better. Like, because back then you just, I was just like learning things by heart so that without even understanding. But while you start applying your knowledge and you understand where all these factors are coming from, I guess that once I came back to uni, my life was easier as a student because 
I kind of knew the construct of the company or how the business works, right? But after that experience at BMW, I applied, I got another internship at Alphabet International. It's mm-hmm. like a sister company of BMW Financial Services. Mm-hmm. I remember that the first time that I applied while I was in Australia for an internship there, they declined my application. I mean, I had the first interview, oh. but then they said no, because it's really hard to get there an internship. If you're a bachelor student, they're only hiring master's students who mm-hmm. only have like internships done because like, because the position was about like, international sales management. So it's very stressful. So they need someone who is already experienced enough. But then, then I, after BMW, it was an easier transition for me to, and I had more opportunities to get that internship. So I apply again. The lady was very much impressed that I was very persistent. <laughs> I was like, yeah, give me a chance. That's great. <laughs> but I and, think this is such a good point to make. Like, you were a student and you did not give up on internships. I mean, one of the biggest problems uh, for like, even while we're trying to apply for jobs or for students when they apply uh, for internships, we give up really easily because after a while we're just like, no one's accepting us. Like, we don't know how to get in. Like I remember during university times I was working um, while I was helping this uh, international students with internships and a lot of students would get frustrated because they couldn't find interns because of language, because of uh, like, because they're foreigners and it's hard to find jobs or internships here. So, but that's really important. Like you said, the lady told you, you're really persistent and you're eager. So you continue uh, applying uh, for the internship. And um, <laughs> we're getting really good comments, which I'll read in a bit. And so I think that's one of the things like really not giving up. Like it gets hard and you get, I don't know, yeah, it gets depressing, but it's really important. <laughs> depressing for sure. <laughs> Are you reading the comments? I love you. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, let me tell you some of the comments actually before. Uh, oh, so we have a lot of relatives uh, over here. <laughs> oh my God. That was <laughs> like, oh, yeah. that the... <laughs> Says yes. Now we're going to speak in like four languages, guys. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I just trying to say hi, but looks like someone uh-huh. couldn't log in. Hello <laughs> from <laughs> Germany again. Mom's saying hi. Yay. <laughs> I love moms. Moms just should continue supporting us I like know. on all life. We have a lot of coming up yeah we do have questions i've kept your question uh one of them will ask uh, a bit towards the end let's see mm, uh, yeah i did follow my sterols with this stumble that's true not too okay so yeah that's great like really, i like that you mentioned that actually being persistent and eager uh, even if you got rejected like that's crazy most of us just give up but well done on continuing for that. No, I mean, like, it's very important, like, to kind of know what you want and just go for it because how can you gather experience? Like, you have to do something, right? And how yeah, you can get well, you knew you wanted that, so that's a really yeah. good thing that you want. So, and then that was your second, third internship, right? During university. Uh, at Alphabet, it was my, yeah, third internship already. Like, also like six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, international sales management, where I was working directly with sales managers and international list consultants. So it was kind of stressful because every day in the sales environment, you don't know what's going to be happening. And it's always a lot of work and you have to prioritize to create material for the customer. But, and then I, I was doing this long-term project where I had to figure out why Alphabet is yeah. losing or winning customers. So it helped me to work on PPTs, creating material for customer, analyzing, working with Excel files. So I would say that it was a really like on track, hardcore learning experience, <laughs> which was good. And I met really amazing people, like really, and I'm still in touch with those people. That helped me to, for me to build my own community, so to say. And I met other nice interns that were still in touch who also got full-time jobs at BMW or Alphabet or Allianz. 
and it, it was a really great experience. We worked hard and then we partied hard, like during the week, <laughs> on the weekend, I was still in touch. So I might say that gap year was the best year of my student that's cool. life. <laughs> No, that's no, really good. I mean, uh, like, not everywhere, you know, like, not all countries, uh, they have this system. But I mm -hmm. think it's really good that um, it allows, I think, students to really explore, uh, try other jobs, like, with these yeah. internships, and you get to learn. And somehow you come back to the education as well, like, differently. So yeah. that's why I think that's really good that you took that chance and it's kind of yeah. up here with internships. Mm. That's great. And so then when you came back, it was your last year at university. Exactly. Like once I came back to university, there were only like two semesters left. But then like I still like um, decided to work part time as a working student. It's called like Werkstudenten in Germany, meaning like you work like 20 hours a week. And then the rest you just like you just attend university. I mean, you can manage your hours according to your supervisor at the company, what works best for you. And then back then I got a position at Allianz and, uh, and I was responsible for the training material and knowledge mm -hmm. transfer. And that was a really great experience because at uh, this point of time I started working together with Indian colleagues. I had to deal with like uh, teams who are, who are relocated. I was taking like trainings about intercultural competence. Or, so that was your first job directly after graduating, right? You found the job? No, no, uh, that was a working student position. I was still a oh, student. So student. You, know, oh, okay. you can work part time in Germany oh, as a student. Okay. Wow, so that's really like, cool. Yeah, you can be enrolled at university and you can still like, like work part time. And that was like what I was doing at Allianz. We're having, before we go on to the career part, which is gonna be a really interesting part, yeah. we have some uh, great supporters here who would like to hear some Azeri from you. Oh. So, like, <laughs> so they're like, please speak to us, uh, say a little something in Azeri. So even you can say hi. <laughs> Okay, what do you want me to say in Azeri? I'll say, okay. They're like, you can say hi to us. Okay, so maybe we can talk in Azeri with you for you. Yeah, of course, we can. Hamaya salam. Hamaya salam. I'm in the München, the Yashira. And I'm in the Almania, the Yashira. Is it enough? I think it is. <laughs> Good. We have Toma here. Toma as salam Tira, just for you as well. Um, there you go. Tamazeri. Yay. Yeah, we, you know, Nazrin also speaks like uh, four or five languages. So, you know, we have this thing sometimes. <laughs> sometimes yeah, it might get different. I like it. So. To be honest, like being brought up with several languages, I mean, we're located in an interesting geographical position. <laughs> Look at this. Hamuya Salam. I think everyone got it. I think that's enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, hi from Istanbul. I have it saying hi from Istanbul. Hi. Yeah, you guys, uh, whatever questions you have, please write down and I'm going to ask towards the end, actually. So, We'll just move on to the career part. I think this is like one of the interesting parts before we move on to the leadership part. So um, please now tell us about, um, like while you were talking about part-time job, you, you started at Alliance and so what were you doing? Then how did you decide to continue there and what did you decide to do? Yeah. So I like, I was, as I told you, I was a working student at Allianz Technology for 18 months already. And I also wrote my bachelor thesis with them on knowledge transfer. And at that point of time, that was the first time when I learned about Agile and I fall in love with this mindset. I, I really like the Scrum framework. I mean, I realized that this is something for me. I'm not really the type of a person who likes working in a traditional setup. Mm -hmm. So I realized that, hey, I really want to continue working in the IT industry because, I mean, I was like responsible for training material in the IT department of Allianz Technology. Mm -hmm. And then uh, like the only thing that for me, it was a very smooth 
transition into getting a job because I already knew people at the company mm-hmm. and then I knew that hey there is an open scrum master position at Alliance Consulting where they've been looking for young individuals who are motivated and who are interested in agile way of working they could apply so what so I did good thing that you started uh, while you were studying actually you started your part time that's like one of the keys actually like students sometimes think they should graduate and find the job no. but if you manage to find no. it on your last semester that's the key like if you find on your last semester try to leave less classes for the last semester with your part-time job it becomes easier to switch to full-time in the same company if that's where you would like to stay yeah i mean like one of the things that really important to keep in mind i mean i don't like the word networking but connecting to people like you really need to learn how to connect to people you need to work on your personality you have to sound natural because people need to know you right and back then i made it clear to everyone hey i'm looking for a full-time job opportunity if you hear or if you know someone let me know and this is how it happened i get to hear that there is an open position i apply for it and of course, I passed. I needed to, uh, to go through the interview process, but mm-hmm. then, like due to my due to the fact that I did so many internships in Germany, the fact that I was also speaking German and so on, so that kind of enhanced my chance of getting a job. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, That's true. And what about uh, from master the title? Like, did you were you familiar with it before, or did you get to know with it like uh, while working and you realized that? Oh, I see myself as a really good fit as a scrum master. I don't think that as a working student, I was already working for the IT department, which was working with a scrum framework. So I knew what a scrum master is, what the product owner is, and what his development team is. So I knew the setup of the scrum framework. So I already knew a bit about the position before I was mm-hmm. applying. So, and I like the fact that, okay, you're sort of a coach too and and i could be also creative in this role which kind of like would kind of like bought my interest towards applying towards that position and you're already sort of a team facilitator like which i really like the concept of so it was like and and, and i love the mindset as i told you like i'm very i guess a very patient person sorry say and currently we're giving a lot of trainings we're coaching people on an individual level and it also involves a bit of psychology you know like you need to understand people you need to be the people person in order mm-hmm. to be able to work with people from different backgrounds and you always work with relocated teams especially considering that oh, you're like a great person for that you're so like your background is so international yeah. <laughs> it's, it's such a great fit for like considering how much you've been traveling uh having different experiences in different countries thank you yeah i mean of course it's a learning path like i wish i could have known all of the tricks that i know now back at university <laughs> to those who are watching like i think yeah like those if there are any students watching or who will be watching uh later uh this is a great uh tip or like for you uh she tried different internships during university uh which by the way like even from um i think international schools motivate you for this kind of thing like um to after pizza uh from the first year of university i knew that i had to look for internship i had that idea uh, I but it was something like okay you know you have to look for it so from the first year I was looking but the more I tried the more I wanted to try more to explore and that really helps uh, in future with where you want to go we do have one question related to your current job uh, it's from Vera uh, did you face any challenges in your current job not being local uh, to be honest, like, like so for you to adapt, or I'm sorry, was it like were you able to adapt to the environment easily, or did you face challenges? I feel like Alliance is quite international, so for me, it was never a problem. Oh, um, yeah, so you just went directly to where you feel that you belong. <laughs> Yeah, like, um, and I love, and I really like the people that I work with, especially from the Agile department where I'm currently in. So I guess it was like an instant connection. 
Mm -hmm. and I'm very open, so I just accept people the way they are. But of course, uh, as I started the work, I was like, I started being scrum master right after the second or third week of my start. So it was more of like hands-on experience. In the beginning, it was a bit stressful. Of course, you try to overcome all those challenges and like, learn mm -hmm. and understand the, like how the scrum ceremonies functions and so on. And you have to kind of like facilitate all of those meetings. But overall, it was a smooth transition with me because if you work with great people, if you have questions that you can always turn to, in my case, I had like really amazing people who've been supporting me. I don't know if they're watching me, Sarah. <laughs> a lot of hearts for you. Thank you for always being there for me. Because I would also write down my questions and actually come and consult or hey, mm -hmm. what do you think? If there's this problem with the team, how shall I like proceed? It's always good to get an external like perspective on the problem because sometimes like once you're within the groups, unless you might not see what's wrong, but if you get the external views, that might like help you to see things more clearly. Mm -hmm. yeah, so always reach out to people, like ask them, like be proactive. Don't wait for somebody to come and like ask you if everything is okay. You have to be the one who's like out there. And if you want to learn, you need to find a way to like capture the knowledge and like develop yourself. So mm -hmm. very important to be proactive. So uh, what can you suggest considering your uh, really good experience with finding jobs and internships? Uh, what can you tell to those who want to, let's say move abroad for jobs? Uh, would you also say like, it's better to start with education or uh, like where can they start? Do you have anything to say on this? I mean, of course, like whenever you start, if you move to study to a foreign country, I mean, I can talk about Germany. It's always a door, an open door for you to enter into the culture, to understand people, to make friends. And sometimes mm -hmm. like, if you move to a foreign country just for work, it's sometimes really hard to maybe make the first friends or like understand the culture it might be very frustrating too. But of course, it takes time until you to understand the culture so i would say that the best way to come and like kind of like get integrated in a foreign culture is like to come and do your studies like that's the best mm -hmm. way and then like work along the way try to gather as much as you can the working experience try to exchange with people as much as you can learn the local language like in germany it's very like important to know and and, and speak at least a bit of german because mm -hmm. some people like don't speak English, so so this is the way that it goes, right? Okay. Well, I'm telling to those who are like interested in moving out, uh, looking for a job. So uh, if you have other questions other than mine, you can still write it. Um, so I will come to the part about artists. Let me see what people are saying. Um, oh, okay, so there's a question from Fira. Uh, where do you see yourself after five years uh, in terms of as a designer? Will it stay as hobby or are you planning to change career? <laughs> It's actually one of the questions that I get to hear in my interviews from HR people, but I'm very happy to answer it. In five years from now, I She's going to be leading. Yeah, I'm really seeing myself as a compassionate leader of my own design company called Nazreen Designs. I mean, to be a fashion designer, so to say, like, Currently, like I'm doing art as a hobby. I mean, the last year I started doing digital art that I'm very passionate about. I love doing these character designs. And so many people just come to me and ask me, hey, could you please design my character? And then I go, oh, well, God, I have such it, a actually. Like, uh, Although you went back in the school time, you never stopped drawing because you no. really love the drawing or designing. She actually has some really cool pages. You guys can have a look at it and follow. Uh, I've seen actually most of her artwork from there, and I really, really love it. Her work is like piece of um, like when I look at your work, I see story always. There's you really feel it. Like sometimes you can just read it. It's like um, 
when you look at the image, like I, you feel like there's some kind of story being told. And you, I really get that, to be honest. You guys can really uh, have a look over there. Uh, I put it on the banner and her second page, uh, she put more designs. This one's new. Uh, mm -hmm. Check it out, follow, see more amazing things happening by No Green. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm always just like trying to post my latest to share my art pieces with the audience. And I'm always happy to receive the feedback. And recently, like, I'm focused on this, like, more abstract work. And mm -hmm. I really love doing this character design. And uh, also, like, I started, like, thanks to Corona, <laughs> we have so much of free time. That I finally started working on my business idea. Nazarene Designs is coming up soon. So I'm going to start with this, like, jewelry collection. I'm currently, like, um, uh, in contact with suppliers trying to figure out, like, which pieces they can produce and when I can get them. I guess that I'll have to wait till Corona times are over so that I get the actual product into my hands so that I can do the marketing and everything. Well, I love yeah, how like, passionate you are actually about drawing. Like most of us leave our hobbies. Uh, like we think that, okay, this is our hobby, but then we stopped uh, paying attention. But when you work on it, it really makes you feel good. Like you said, like during uh, this time that we're at home, at least you're going back to your drawings, uh, your drawings and sharing all these experiences. And it's nice, like good for your yourself, your skills, your mental health in every way. And uh, I don't know if people were able to continue their hobbies during this time, <laughs> but uh, well done on that, really. I think uh, we have another question. Hmm, okay, so I think I'll just ask while we go since we're talking about it. So did you, we have from Gerardo, do you know that? Gerardo. Gerardo, I hope I'm reading your name. <laughs> uh, did you face any challenge that make you doubt about staying in Germany or moving away? Greetings from Mexico, wow. Wow. <laughs> Mexico, hello. Hello, hello. I feel like I'm at Eurovision right now, seriously, <laughs> but what? just reaching out to Mexico. Oh, okay. It's like, hello, Mexico. Hello, Baku. <laughs> I know, hello, the world. Um, yeah, of course. I guess that you get to doubt a lot, you know, like, um, especially like the first year once I moved to Germany, it wasn't easy at all. It's not an easy culture where you can easily get integrated into. So it takes time. You need to first understand how Germans function, like, you know, like, I mean, in Azerbaijan, people are more kind of like more communicative. And in Germany, like I realized that, for example, the people that I used to study with who were locals, they already have their own group of friends. And for them, it was an extra effort to actually come and get to know me because, first of all, they had to speak to me in English, right? Mm -hmm. So... Uh, so basically here in Germany, if you want to make friends, you have to go out and make your friends yourself. But on the other hand, I was very much lucky that I came to Munich. So it was kind of very international and you always find someone. And I was very much lucky to actually give a bit of more thought in order to understand how the system works. Because if you know how the system works, you can always find your way to work your way up in this right. uh, ladder so it's really fair i mean if you work hard you're gonna get somewhere so and once you know the secret it's just out there so. and i think like uh when you move out uh, to one country um like no matter what there are challenges in every single country like it doesn't matter which country you go to even at the top there will always be some kind of challenge maybe because uh of your nationality, culture, of course, different yes. views, but it's all about how you adapt to the environment, how you find people who maybe think alike, and like maybe reaching out to communities. I think that's one uh, easy way as well, by the way. I'm not sure how it is in Germany, but in Turkey, it's amazing. There are so many communities, uh, like IT for uh, developer communities, I don't know, design communities, and you can all find them on meetup. Uh, meetup.com <laughs> so uh, you can find all the communities it's a good advice right like, I, it yes. really helps I mean, whether you're a student or you just came for a job uh, it's a good way to join them go to some of the events uh, maybe conferences and like 
get to know people, like no matter what, but I believe that there's a challenge in every single country. So thank you for your question. That's one. Uh, we have another one. I'm just gonna go up to it. Let's see. Okay, so far so good. How's everyone doing? <laughs> I see we had a lot of comments going on whether we should speak in uh, Azeri or Russian or English. Russian. Oh, English. We have, uh, from people from Mexico. So. Ooh, exotic. Uh, Nazreen, say hi to your aunt. Uh, oh, hi. <laughs> Is Toma your aunt? Is she your aunt? Yeah. Toma? Toma, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Toma. <laughs> Hello. You're like, what? Yeah, I was like, which, which aunt? <laughs> okay, now, now I, I know. I have a lot of aunts. I have many, you know? It was very Okay, I, I'll keep putting this so you guys can see and uh, where to follow from. Let me see what's on my next. Um, so we did talk about your uh, art. And any sorts, ah, oh, yeah, let's come to the best part actually. Uh, the one about um, suggesting because I know you have this uh character, like from I've known Nazreen actually since Baku, like our sisters <laughs> have been really good friends, and then I've got to know Nazreen through them. But then, uh, of course, we've like since high school from school, everybody else lived in different countries, uh, studied work, but. Honestly, uh, even when there's no communication, like I followed her uh, journey from uh, social media, and she really has this like uh, I can this, this social, this active, this uh, leadership character, and I really wanted to talk about uh, this a little. Like, um, what are her plans, maybe, and what kind of suggestions uh, she can give to us, like resources, maybe for people. Uh, to improve themselves, to develop themselves, to be so eager and persistent like you, which is the main thing, like not giving up on hobbies, continuing to draw, uh, continuously like pushing on the job that you want. So maybe you can talk a little about that. I guess I'd like to start with, in my opinion, is it important to have the vision of your life? Like whatever I wanted, I always just like, picture it clearly in my head and I always drew it you know I don't know if you guys can see that picture of my wall the black yeah. one I don't know yeah, can you talk a little about that I think that's really interesting you uh I know you sometimes post about her as well she has like these uh dreams goals and she really puts them up like on her wall on her drawings I think like uh, it's amazing if you can tell a little about that yeah, I mean, like, I have a picture of the girl on my wall, like, who's the CEO of her own company in the fashion industry. And whenever I just sleep and I wake up and I see that painting and that's really, like, motivates me because this is where I want to be. And I want to be surrounded by people who have this entrepreneurial mindset who are passionate about what they do. I, For me, it's very much important to grow and develop and to reach a self-actualization level, right? But talking about vision of your life i mean from childhood on i knew that i'm gonna be living abroad i'm gonna be like traveling on an international level like as a working student at alliance i get to travel to india to like, oh to oh you have an experience by india you could come to that as well <laughs> yeah yeah so and and i vision actually myself traveling to India I just wrote down on a piece of paper I will be traveling to India in the next two months and I just stick it on my wall and I was like every day before I was going to sleep I was like I really want to go to India and I was taking a wish That's from amazing. all of my heart and it's really get to come true and I even get to travel the second time to India and that was really incredible experience because I'm an artist and I love this like exotic cultures so and then like yeah i just want to go back there i just like their patterns dancing culture the food everything was really so 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 nice so as i told you important to have the general vision of your life where you want to be and then the journey can take you where you really want to be right 
for me, my vision is like to have my own design company and be a designer at the end of the day. And also like as a scrum master role, it helps me to build me up for that, uh, so to say, like leading role mm -hmm. for Nazreen designs, you know, because at the end of the day, I will be team facilitator. I'll have a group of experts who will be responsible for like delivering my vision and mission. But as a leader, I'll have to make sure that they have the right environment where they can like bring up their best in delivering, like, like in order to realizing the product that kind of like is there for them to deliver. So that's why like it's a very important to have that mindset because nowadays no one wants to work for a traditional manager and I don't like the word manager, I like the word word facilitator you have to empower people you have to give ownership you have to trust people that you work with right and that's why like for that reason i will suggest you one book to read which was like yeah. very good it's called like search inside yourself and one of the like google workers wrote that book and i really like the way he described Searching. the leadership yeah, okay. He's, he, he said that there are like three components to compassionate leadership. One component of it is, uh, is actually like cognitive. Have, yeah, we do have a question. Uh, we have a, when you mentioned about India from oh, Chicago, you're most I welcome to, to India. Sending <laughs> you lots of love. My Pinga, Divani team. I'm reading the Bollywood songs. And I cannot wait to come to India and get my favorite sari from Divani Mastani. No, sorry. I mean, my Indian friends know what I'm referring to. They know I'm very got the message, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, like coming back to the book, like mm -hmm. whenever, whenever we talk about uh, uh, kind of like being in the lead, you have to be a compassionate leader. Meaning that whenever you talk to your employees, you have to like understand them. You need to feel them and you need to give them a feeling that you want to help them. So already in place, you need to be an empathetic leader, right? And another like advice I would give to everyone, try to connect to people as much as you can. I mean, of course, to the right people from whom you can learn and from whom you can see that they support your dreams and they contribute towards your life and try to become that positive person that everybody wants to be around with because if you're positive and if you're an empathetic person who is ambitious who has dreams like uh, people would love to be around you because you already like r radiate this aura where people want to be around you yeah, I just want to touch on this actually. Uh, like, grow your network. What uh, doesn't matter the job you're looking for, job internships, education. I think it's quite important to grow your network, and that's why I always say communities and LinkedIn, like two top. I always mention everywhere. Uh, grow your network with the right people, with the people who are interested in the same areas. Talk about it. Uh, maybe write about it somewhere and it's like a way I think steps to what you want to go through yeah and your thoughts matter you know if you think positive it will come back into your life because we kind of reflect who we are and I realized that whenever I was thinking negative I wasn't it was really hard to get into shifts or like my daily life was dull you know, like it's harder to be a happy person because you always like need to question yourself. You need to always remind yourself and be appreciative of what you have because it's so easy to be negative, right? There are always yeah. things that we're not happy about, right? So you need to develop that mindset. Believe in the law of attraction because you live the life that you think that you deserve, right? So you can build the life that you want to live. So yeah. it's all up to you. It's a choice, especially we're living in the country like Germany, which is a developed country full of opportunities. And if you like do you it- You kind of have to create your opportunities, I guess. And 
I think like uh, this is where journaling uh, or like putting sticky notes like you, which is I can see them from here. Yes, you can see yeah, them. I'm blocked along with I have some here. Yeah, I'm just not showing you guys. But like it's really important. I think uh, even like myself from my own personal experience, when I write it down, uh, first of all, it helps me to clear up my thoughts, whether they're negative or positive. I can. Like I put it down on the paper and I know what's going on. Even if something's bothering, you can figure it out there. If there's something too much on your shoulder, you can figure out what to get like rid of, like what not to do. You can prioritize like these are the things I want to learn. This is what I want to go to. Set your goal uh, with a sticky note, put it on the wall and see that, for example, I want to become a scrum master like Nazreen. <laughs> and so what do I do? Then you start searching for the courses, for uh you can go on linkedin find jobs like if you type instagram master a lot of jobs will come up you can see the skills they're looking for uh what are the requirements and see if you have it and what you are missing at that time so try to work on that actually like try to improve that and uh it's like actually step by step but just you just need to put some time a little bit of time on it yeah mindset is a key what you get in this life, what you want, you just have to like believe. You have to believe into something, karma, destiny, whatever. Because uh, maybe now things don't make sense, but whenever you look back, these are actually the words of Steve Jobs. Whenever you look back, you can actually connect the dots. So, that's good. Also, like looking at the daily life, but sometimes can be very overwhelming. There is so much of information that we constantly receive. Sometimes even for me, it's like too much, you know, <laughs> and uh, actually doing like meditation before the work or like I started really uh, learning more about mindfulness, especially that book, Search Inside Yourself is a very good start on that. I'm going to look into that book. Like I heard a lot about it. I haven't read it, but I'm definitely going to look into it. It basically like uh, with mindfulness, like you, it teaches you how to be self-aware, like and how to be empathetic, so to say, like, and it's a basic, it's like basically you're breathing, but you help yourself to calm down and it, and it helps you to see things clearly and transparent like especially nowadays such an overwhelming world with so much of information that we get to receive every day and so important just sometimes to have time for yourself just be just be just exist you know like and you just focus on your breathing and that can make up your day and i do a lot of yoga whenever i have the opportunity i try to do once in a day it just it just spiritually really helps me to calm down, especially if the day was stressful. And just be aware, like whenever you make your coffee or tea or whenever you walk in the street, just stop and take your time to look at the things around you. You know, like just feel like your life has a purpose and and just enjoy small things, you know. Because as I told you, being negative is really easy, but being positive and happy it's a constant work mm -hmm. you have to invest into yourself and become like effort. yeah you really have to work on it that's cool uh, you're right yeah and also like coming back to the uh thoughts and emotions it's very much important to understand the thoughts and emotions are just like clouds some are beautiful some are dark and what our core being is like the sky right so basically clouds are just like the phenomena in the sky that come and go. And similarly, like uh, thoughts and emotions are not who we are. They're simply like phenomena in mind and body that actually like comes and goes. So this is- right. Now I think everyone is so calm after this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we had like a little mini uh, mindfulness session guys. So like, <laughs> I'm guessing oh, everyone you let it so well you started with the book and it just went like so silent and well like i, I felt really relaxed so <laughs> that's great but you're right i agree like mental health uh, i think that's one of the things uh we have to pay attention to it's so important uh at any age but yeah. uh the more you 
pay attention to yourself, your focus, uh, try to keep your mind healthy, the easier it is to lead your life, uh, work life, uh, personal life. That's for sure. So, guys, I'm going to write down about that book, actually, because I've been also wanting to read that book. Good. And, yeah, I think you have a little bit more resources, right? Like, uh, what else can you suggest to people, yeah. uh, to, maybe on uh, leadership, or what do you have? Yeah. I mean, I really like reading books because it's very important for self-development. Like, And, guys, and also, I just need to read books about emotional intelligence because it's very much important mm -hmm. to understand like the behavior, the human behavior, because then you can better deal with stress and with your daily life. Like one of the books that I could suggest is by Bode Schaefer. It's called like Die Gesetze der Gewinner, which is translated yeah. into English as the winner's law. And I really like that he covers basically the most important aspects of life and things that we need to keep in mind. And he also touched upon the fact that, okay, it's important to actually make decisions and think long-term, have a vision and a mission and how you deal with your daily life. I mean, that book was very helpful. And I tried to read in German so that I can uh, always, like, improve my German. So whenever I have an opportunity, I try to read in the for this foreign language. Another book that I can suggest is, like, for the females who are into startup industry, it's called, like, Einfach Machen which is translated just, just do it. <laughs> Don't think too much, just start somewhere and it's gonna get somewhere. I'm so sure we can find the English copies. Are these German uh, writers? I'm not quite sure, maybe for German readers, I mean, English readers, they have to check on that, mm -hmm. but that book was very helpful because like here you read the biographies of other CEO ladies who are like, what was difficult for mm -hmm. them regarding like founding their businesses, what they struggled with, and which tip they share with the audience. And another book that I would suggest for people who who wants to learn more about agile and scrum framework. I mean, I think that book got really excited. Like it's like I'm going I there. Know. It's like too many books, too many books that she's trying to offer us. So this is a lean startup. Well, oh, that's a very good book for every entrepreneur to read. Of course, sometimes it can be very ongoing and long, but I guess it's really worth reading it. Then you will learn. I mean, once I read this book, I was like, oh, this guy is talking about. I mean, I understand a lot of like scrum ceremonies that the people mm -hmm. who work on the projects are going through. So if you want to understand my world, read this book. And in case if you want to be a leader in the IT industry, like manager, I don't like the word manager because I don't believe that we need to have someone who would manage us. But in case if you want to be a manager in the company, this is a book that I would suggest you to go for. It's called like Managing Humans. Mm -hmm. And I really like the author. He's pretty much funny and straightforward. And he actually, like, talks about, like, things that you have to consider as a manager. Like, he talks about, like, micromanagement is not the right thing to go for. Because if you're going to be focusing on micromanagement, you won't have time for doing the rest of the stuff. So you have to trust and give ownership to people. Like, of mm -hmm. course, it's like common sense. But maybe it makes sense to read it over, to reflect, and always take notes. And mm -hmm. think of the things that you need to think about or to improve upon. Do you like uh, write on the book? Do you highlight it usually? Uh, or? Uh, I don't know if, if I can. See how you take the notes. Yeah, I, I, I'm a very visual person. So um, I'm always just like writing stuff on the book. Or for example, I, I would, I don't know if you guys can see it. I was yeah. yeah, I always just like, I always have, have my marker next to me where i'm actually like summarizing stuff and i also have a separate notebook whenever i read the book and i find something useful i always just note it in my wow. notebook so that i don't forget because these things are very useful so is there anyone who hates writing on a book no <laughs> <laughs> i'm old school so maybe people are using their laptops for that <laughs> No, I love uh, I love the feeling of books. That's I, I have like this uh, shelf of books uh, as well. Uh, I mean, I love it as much as uh, I love the digital world, going digital, trying with the notes and stuff. But just like 
touching that book, feeling it, like writing on it, taking notes, especially like I put, if you don't like writing, I think you put sticky notes uh, to the parts where you find it really interesting, like the quotes or like explanations. It, uh, I definitely agree, like going back and reflecting on it, it makes you uh, to understand it better and uh, to remember it and then to apply it to real life. Like most of the time, like you just read and forget it. But if you actually read it carefully, let it take some time, it's okay. Uh, reflecting on it really helps to think more and to apply it to your life. That's true. That's, Yay. that's true. Yeah. We did really well, like our, our test. But uh, do we have, if we have more questions, you guys are more welcome to us now as well. Um, although we asked like some of them in between. Your aunt asked, Thomas, did you forget me? No, she did not forget you. No, I didn't. Sorry. I'll get back to you. I just received so many messages. I have to prioritize them too. But I promise to get back to you. We're going to get back to you. Yay. That's great. Well, thank you so much. Um, I would actually love to continue with, uh, there are more questions or comments. Uh, I had a really good time. Uh, so if you would like to add anything, um, go on advice to maybe students or to those who are uh, applying for jobs or like leaders, you're more than welcome. If you have anything else to add, or if not, then we're gonna have to say bye. Yeah. And if you guys have any questions, contact me on LinkedIn. Or oh, okay. Yeah, that's drop like a comment under that youtube videos that you, i guess that you're gonna post it right uh yeah. and I'll, it will I'll be there so we'll definitely have access you can either ask under the video and uh Nazarin will be answering them uh her linkedin page uh i'll put it under the when i post the video on youtube i'll put your linkedin page as well and your Instagram, so you guys can reach out to her about her uh, work uh or her really wonderful art design. I think you guys really need to have a look at it. I've seen that, I've been following it so much that um, now it's time for you to see it. Okay. So yeah, well, that's about it on my side. Uh, thanks a lot. I really got your energy and I really hope everybody else felt the same. I think they did. <laughs> it was really positive. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for reaching out to me all the way down from Istanbul. Sending a lot of hearts from you. And it's so great to have an exchange with you, Farid. You're also a very inspirational person in my eyes and hope to see you sometime in Europe, right? When this or Istanbul. Or Istanbul, right? Yeah, let's stay in touch and to see where it goes. And guys, have this mindset. Just do it. Right. Don't yep. wait for the perfect timing. Just go and get the opportunities. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go get that book <laughs> after this. Go so. get it, girl. This is really good marketing over there. I'm gonna go get that book. So, thank you, everyone who joined us from Mexico, from Dubai, from Baku, Brussels, Istanbul. Everyone, it was really nice. So, um, we'll see you guys uh, again soon with Nazreen, hopefully. Yes. Okay, then I'll see you. Have a good evening, guys. Thank bye you. Bye bye, everyone. Bye bye. Bye.